Welcome to Convos from the Couch from Life Stance Health, where each episode you'll hear engaging and informative conversations with leading mental health professionals that will help guide you on your journey to leading a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Convos from the Couch by Life Stance Health. I'm Nikki Lianza, and on today's episode, I'll be talking with Brian Manning, professional counselor from our Lexington, Kentucky office, and he will be sharing some information about his intensive outpatient program. So welcome, Brian. Great to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. You know, this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while on the podcast. You won a great program down there in Lexington, and I happen to run one up here as well. So I know you and I are going to have lots to talk about. Um, I know we're calling it the Intensive Outpatient Program, but it's also known as IOP as well. So throughout the episode, I know we'll be referring it to IOP. So as we jump in, let's first, let's have you tell us about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, like you said, I'm down in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. I'm at the, uh, the Monarch location. Um, and so running the uh, IOP, the Intensive Outpatient Program. Um, so I've been doing that for a little while now. Um, but um, you know, prior to that, uh, you know, I've been in the field for about uh, well over 10 years now in, in various settings. Um, you know, I've worked in uh, you know, outpatient, of course, uh, community mental health, um, rehab, um, and I've done a couple other like group, group work things. Um, so I've been doing a lot of things in, in, in a variety of places. Uh, and so, uh, but now I'm running the uh, IOP, the Intensive Outpatient Program. Um, and then I do, uh, again, just general outpatient. I do see adults um, you know, for you know, various mental health issues, depression, anxiety, um, and then and substance use individually as well. It definitely sounds like you carry the experience with you to run an IOP, because I think running groups, is a, it's a different type of specialty than you would do as a, a professional counselor just running individual therapy. So you definitely sound like you carry that experience with you, which is which is really great, for sure. So so tell us, what is actually an intensive outpatient program? Right, well, uh, intensive outpatient program um, uh, is kind of what it sounds. It can be intense at times. Uh, but uh, um, but for me, I like to think about you know IOP on the uh, continuum of care. Um, so uh, what, another way to think about it is like um, receiving medical attention and care. Um, if you have a medical issue, um, you go to the doctor. You might see them once a month, maybe a couple times a month. Um, but so if things aren't progressing, then you're going to increase treatment. Uh, you might uh, again be seen more frequently or labs. Um, or potentially, you know, go to a rehab or a hospital. Um, well, for mental health purposes, uh, IOP uh, serves something very similar um, in terms of uh, increasing um, your level of care. Um, so in many cases, you know, individual one-on-one counseling um, um, is enough, you know, working through issues, developing coping skills. Um, but at times, um, we're going to need more uh, resources, support, um, uh, frequent uh, uh, frequency of, of sessions, um, and so that's what the IOP does to help you know increase uh, somebody's level of care. And so, is there specific criteria you are looking at to determine if someone is appropriate for an IOP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, thinking about the IOP on on a continuum of care, 
Um, you know, on, on this end here, you know, we have uh, individual treatment. Um, and then on the kind of far end, you know, we have more inpatient or, or long-term care. Um, and so um, IOP kind of sits in the middle of that. Um, and so if somebody is needing more uh, intensive treatment, um, we want to make sure we assess for like safety. Um, so uh, uh, if, if there are safety concerns, uh, then we may want to uh, consider an inpatient setting. Um, or if somebody's going through uh, detox or withdrawal, um, you know, they may need uh, to go to detox um, to make sure that, that they are safe, number one. Um, and then, uh, you know, after that, we want to make sure that uh, the IOP um, serves the needs of that, of that particular individual. Um, and uh, so that will look at um, how, uh, what, are, what are their goals? Um, you know, are they wanting to you know, work on coping skills? Um, if they're struggling with substance abuse, you know, do they need that extra like accountability, like, like weekly drug screens? Um, and so we look at their goals um, and make sure that the ILP would benefit them because um, each ILP has, has its own uh, you know, personality, um, but they also has a different treatment uh, course. Um, and so we want to make sure that the care is what, is what they will receive. Right. No, that's very important as well. I think looking at that level of care of IOP, you mentioned before, it's a bit of a higher level on the spectrum of care than just individual therapy. So if someone's really struggling in, in their individual therapy and they're needing even more care, that's where the bump up would be to IOP. And then even beyond that is something partial hospitalization programs. So it's even more intensive um, than an IOP. I think generally when we look at IOPs, it could be three or four days a week for three hours at a time, but a partial hospitalization program is going to be more like five days a week and, and pretty much all day or six hours a week, right? It's that one step below hospitalization, right? We want to make sure we get that patient to the right level of care. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes that, that might take some time working as a team trying to determine that, but I, I agree with you. It's really making sure we're getting that person at the right level of care. So in your particular IOP, are there specific topics that you cover? Yeah, so uh, each IOP um, uh, will have their own, again, personality. But, uh, you know, for me, um, a lot of my experience has been um, CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, um, as well as uh, um, for substances like motivational interviewing, um, stages of change, um, things of that, that nature. Um, so my particular IOP does focus on both, uh, both mental health, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, as well as substance abuse, um, alcohol, you know, cocaine, uh, heroin, opiates. Um, so uh, we, we do address both uh, issues uh, concurrently. Um, and so, you know, for me, I do a lot of uh, CBT, cognitive therapy again. Um, and so I really look at and work on um, managing our negative thoughts. Uh, and so we call them uh, ANTS. Uh, automatic negative thoughts. Um, and so we spent a lot of time uh, looking at um, looking at those ants, uh, trying to identify where they come from as well. Uh, but uh, a lot of thought stopping skills, a lot of coping skills to uh, um, you know to challenge those those automatic negative thoughts. Um, uh, so there's uh, one element there. Um, and then uh, other ones you know include really working on emotional regulation skills um, uh, of uh, working through like either an intense emotion or a particular yeah. craving. Um, uh, and so other topics I include uh, working on boundaries. Um, mm, and how to be, one. Absolutely. 
Um, so that may also include like identifying our triggers or warning signs, um, you know, uh, how we uh, engage in either refusal skills, um, uh, but setting, setting healthy and assertive boundaries uh, with, uh, with others. So how can it benefit a person to go through an intensive outpatient program? Yeah, well, as we've said, um, you know, really increasing that level of care. Um, you know, individual treatment, you, you can see maybe once, maybe four times a month, once a week or so. Um, uh, but sometimes, again, we need, we need more. Um, and so that intensity, uh, you know, comes from, like you said, that three or four days a week, um, you know, three hours a day. Um, so you're really putting a lot of more focus and attention um, uh, into yourself, uh, your mental health and well-being. Um, so it really puts a lot of uh, attention on those that coping skills um, and a lot more consistency, even accountability. You know, coming in yeah. the next day is different than coming in the next week about how you, how are you, how are you doing? Uh, how's this coping skill going? Um, so really, that intensity, that focus, um, helps drive home some of those skills uh, to um, be successful in, in coping with whatever may be going on at the time. Can you also talk a bit about the group dynamic of how just the supportive group can be, you know, of, of being a client in a group with other people who struggle with mental health or substance abuse issues? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this may be one of the biggest reasons why I do love IOP. I've been doing it for a while now and um, uh, love, love to see the growth that happens um, during that time. Um, and so it is a really good way to expedite treatment. Um, uh, and to, uh, again, work on those skills. But you know, one of the uh, biggest factors, and again, one, probably one of my favorite factors um, is seeing that group dynamic. Um, you know, people come in, you know, they're, they're nervous, they're scared, you know, what, what am I going to say, what am I going to do? Um, but, uh, you know, after maybe a few few sessions, um, you know, they start to realize, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not alone. Um, hey, oh, I, you, you did that or you thought that, me too. Um, there's that moment there where, you know, we realize that, hey, you know, uh, it's okay to struggle. I'm not struggling by myself. Um, other people are working on this too. And it's, uh, and it's okay to, uh, to have these concerns. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. One of it being one of my favorite parts of running group therapy. Um, and then two, that notion of like, gosh, I'm not the only one struggling. I'm not alone. Right. And when you see that happen, you, I think there's instant, that's definitely helpful to the healing process to, to recognize you're not alone in your struggles with things. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially, you know, um, maybe more so with substances, but, but just in general, um, we're getting better, uh, but there's a lot of stigma around mental health and substance abuse. Yeah. And so that's, that leads people to maybe hold back, um, you know, not really come forward or share what they're feeling, you know, out of shame or some other repercussion. Uh, and so you know, going through the IOP uh, really does help, I think, break that down uh, to realize, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not alone. Uh, other people struggle as well. Uh, and I think it really kind of um, uh, helps take down some of that, that stigma um, that that keeps people from treatment, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. And we definitely know we need to kind of continue to break down that stigma. Definitely. So are there any other takeaways you'd like to share about IOP or an intensive operation program? Uh, I mean, I, uh, I do love the IOP. I love that group work, as we've discussed. Um, it's a, it really is a, a great way to uh, uh, increase outcomes. Um, they're a little bit quicker. 
um, uh, in terms of uh, focusing on your mental health or substance concerns. Um, so it's a, it's a great way to um, really increase treatment frequency, uh, really sharpen those skills. Um, and like we said, just get with other people who are who are thinking and feeling the same way you, you are. Um, and so it really helps um, uh, expedite that treatment uh, and to get people better, which is what it's all about. Um, taking care of the mental health and substance concerns. Right. Oh, for sure. My gosh. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you for sharing some information about your program. And it sounds like an amazing program for sure. So, so thank you again. And I would love to have you back on. I would love to. Thank you.